0: Well, hey, C3 family, welcome to day five of November fast. Let's knock it out of the park today. Today, our theme is stewarding generosity. So let's dive in. If there's anything I've discovered in my walk with God, it's everything I am, everything I have, everything I could do, all of it is because God has provided those things and placed them within me. James chapter one, 17 and 18 says, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights. It goes on to say, of his own will he brought us forth by his word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. And again, everything and I am, everything I have, everything I can do, it's all because of that God has provided me with these things so that I could be exactly who he's destined me to be. Another thing I've discovered is that God expects me to do something with the things that he's given to me. He doesn't just hand them to me for me to solely enjoy on my own and use them up until they're gone. They don't belong to me, they're on loan to me. And God expects me to take the things that he's given me and oversee them, to protect them, to develop them, to make a difference with them. See, generosity from God is in our lives is like a seed that God has placed within all of us that maybe wasn't watered a whole lot prior to us knowing him, but experiencing his generosity brings it out of its its dormant stage and then what happens with our generosity is up to us. We are to be good stewards and our generosity is awaiting our attention, our stewardship. You can see this truth revealed in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse seven, when Paul challenges the people of the church of Corinth when he said, but as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. And I repeat, see that you excel in this act of grace also. Excel in what grace exactly is he talking about? Well, let me explain. As you read both books of Corinthians and as you discover in the dialogue there, these are a people who excelled in many things, included soul winning, church growth, supernatural gifts, leadership development, and... Uh, Paul adds here in these verses, faith and speech, knowledge, earnestness, and love. But he goes on to challenge them to excel in this act of grace also. And the grace that he wants them to excel in is the reality that Paul was receiving offerings from area churches specifically for the churches in Jerusalem that were going through tough times. And the Corinthian church had made the decision to be generous early on, but they had not actually raised the funds. The seed was there, but it had not been stewarded. And Paul was challenging them to take what was and see it excel, see it grow, see it move forward. He wanted them to excel in generosity. It was something they could develop, something that could be grown, something that could and should go to the next level from where it was. So here's my question for you. Do you see your generosity as something that can be developed, something that should be developed? And if so, what's your plan? Are you hoping it will just happen over time, you'll become more generous, or are you taking a specific route to arrive at that success? You know, givers fall into several graduated categories. First, there's non-givers, people who see their stuff as theirs, acquired by them, belonging to them, giving away some of it would mean loss, so they don't. Next, there are reluctant givers. These people see their stuff as theirs, acquired by them, belonging to them, for them. But deep down in, they know that that view is wrong. And every once in a while, God knocks on their heart and breaks through. They feel conviction, so they release some of what they have, but it still feels like losing. There's no real joy in it. And so they lock down until the next time God really pushes hard. Next, there are sporadic givers. They really do wanna be generous but they don't take time to develop a plan for disciplined generosity. Ultimately, they give when their emotions are triggered and while they give what they can at that moment, they're typically not, it's not significant because they haven't really prepared because of all the other demands that they've been listening to. Next level are committed givers. These are people that see their stuff as God's, given by God, belonging to God for them to enjoy and for God to use whenever he directs. Committed givers have a measurement in mind that they're require themselves to live up to so that they'll know that they're generous. But unfortunately, they cease excelling because they've plateaued. They they have limited themselves by a static bar that they have set that says, this is where generosity finally exists. But there actually is a next level and that next level is excelling giving. These people are continually driven to see if they can do more. They pursue generosity above and beyond what they've previously done. They incrementally move forward. There is no static bar to mark their generosity, only that upward trajectory that Paul talked about when he used the word excel. So where do you stand in these categories of generosity? How long have you been standing there or there? How long do you really wanna be standing there? And if you're going to take the next step to growing in your generosity, what is that next step? Defining that next step and taking that next step is what generosity stewardship is all about. It's time to begin. Well, now it's your turn. After leaving a comment below, jump into your journal for today's challenge. And today I want you to set aside some time. If you're married or dating or Be with your loved one, but if you're single, just by yourself. Identify what category of a giver are you, as listed above, and declare what type of giver you wanna be. Next, lay out your next steps and begin to excel to the next level. Make a commitment to one another for next steps, then pray over that commitment and step into excelling in that grace of giving. After that, you're gonna complete today's reading in the book of John and Proverbs. Don't forget then to spend some time working your prayer outline as you pray over today's theme, developing it specifically for your life. Finally, throughout the day, as you experience that burn again of fasting, offer that burn to Him as an offering and ask God to open the heavens over your life. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for drawing us into deeper levels of discipline. Lord, you always wanna bring us into a deeper place where. We can experience more from you. And that requires us to be stewards of what you put into our lives so that there's a flow. Nothing's stagnant, nothing's locked down. We're not possessive, but we're able to be generous because you are generous. I pray, Lord, you help people to see what excelling next step is for them. They can not only define where they're at, where they wanna go, what those next steps are, and then to to commit that in prayer to one another and to you. Father, I thank you for leading us forward. You lead us, we follow you. There's no staying in the same place and that applies to generosity. Bless your people as they fast, as they pray, as they seek your face in Jesus' name.